Welcome to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Cinema Rag. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to continue the series Sexy Saturday and talk about 80s Phoebe Cates. Now, if any of you are in your 40s or in your 50s, you'll be like, yeah, Phoebe Cates. I don't think there was an adolescent male in the early 80s that did not have a crush on Phoebe Cates. Everybody had a crush on Phoebe Cates. Now, Phoebe is probably my second or third from the 80s, early 90s. We have an episode here on Elizabeth Shue. We have an episode here on Gabrielle Anwar, who's more, I suppose, early 90s. So she is in our first foray into the early 80s, though most of my sexy Saturdays I concede are from the last uh, 20 years. Either way, Phoebe Cates, she's currently 59 years old. She was born in 1963. She has an interesting look, and it's not that surprising because her father and maternal grandmother were Russian Jews, but then her maternal grandmother was Chinese Filipino. And in fact, her mom was born in China. So when you look at her, she does have a very unique look, and you can kind of see all those groups mixed in her in a very good way. Now, she went to Juilliard School, and after Juilliard, she did some modeling. I mean, this is when Seventeen Magazine was big and so forth. She was doing a lot of that. She says she didn't really like modeling that much. And then in the early 80s, she started doing Hollywood movies. And this is around the time that Brooke Shields was getting really, really big. And Brooke Shields is talked about in her documentary on Hulu. And if you're interested at all in Brooke Shields, I really recommend this documentary. It's very good. About how they, they overly sexualized her in movies like Paper Moon and Blue Lagoon and Endless Love, even though she was a virgin. And Phoebe Cates talked about how in a lot of her early movies, she had to do a lot of nude scenes, a lot of kind of graphic stuff, and she was only 17, 18 years old. And there were a lot of rip-offs off the Blue Lagoon. One of them was a movie called Paradise that she was in. And she also recorded the songs for a couple of the, the songs in this movie, as well as some other movies that we'll talk about, which I did not know upon research that she was actually a singer as well. But, of course, she is most famous for Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She is the beauty of that movie. And that movie, look, has other people in it that are relatively attractive. Jennifer Jason Lee, for example, is in that as well. But she plays Linda, Linda Barrett. And I think every man knows the iconic Phoebe Cates scene. Judge Reinhold's character, the older brother, comes home. He goes to the, the, the bathroom and then Linda is there with Jennifer Jason Lee. Jennifer Jason Lee and Judge Reinhold are brother and sister. So Linda, of course, is the hot uh, friend. They both work at the pizza parlor, Linda and Jennifer Jason Lee's character, the one who ends up getting an abortion later. Got a very mature, mature movie when you look back at Fast Times at Ridgemont High that was directed by Amy Heckerling, who's probably most famous for doing Clueless. And then it was written by Cameron Crowe, of course, who went on to do Almost Famous, Jerry Maguire, and a bunch of other stuff, singles and so forth. So either way, there's this scene where she's in that red bikini. She gets out of the pool. He's daydreaming that this is happening. She dives into the pool, 
comes out of the pool, walks toward him and unclasps her front bathing suit, her, her, the top, I suppose, is clasped from the front. She takes it off and she shows her her breast. And then, of course, he wakes up and snaps out of it. And I think because somebody, I think Jennifer Jason Lee, his sister, walks in on him uh, self-gratifying himself while looking at Phoebe Cates. But either way, aside from the self-gratification, that scene of Phoebe Cates in the red bikini is iconic beyond iconic of 1980s movies and certainly in high school movies. And in in the in the movie, her character Linda is is trying to be a good friend to Jennifer Jason Leigh, who's the younger girl who's striving to lose her virginity. And Linda, Phoebe Cates' character, always talks about her boyfriend, how she's doing all these crazy sex positions forever and all these things. And it's all lies. You know, it, it's all lies. But her character Linda does says does say some things that I think would make a lot of parents cringe. And in some ways, I think I should do Fast Times at Ridgemont High as a parent corner because that movie does not age well when you see it from a parental perspective. Either way, that is her iconic movie. Her subsequent, I guess, silver medal iconic movie would come out a couple years later. But in the meanwhile, he, she does Private School. Private School is a movie that's relatively well known. It has Matthew Modine. And it's like a lot of these movies from the 80s. It's a teenage couple attempting to have sex for the first time. And uh, Betsy Rutzel's in there trying to give them lessons. Anyway, she plays the girlfriend in that uh, movie. And then uh, Gremlins comes out. And there's other movies that she's done, but none of them are serious. But Gremlins comes out in 1984. She plays the love interest to the guy, Zach Galligan. And you know, you wonder, you wonder what happened to that guy. You get the lead in a Joe Dante directed, directed movie written by Chris Columbus, executive produced by Spielberg. So this is essentially a Spielberg movie. And his career went nowhere. And he's got the lead in this movie. But Phoebe Cates plays the girlfriend in Gremlins. And then after that, I mean, she, she does a lot of crap. She does play small roles in relatively well-known movies like Bright Lights, Big City, the Michael J. Fox movie. Uh, she's got third bill in that movie. Uh, but really after that, that's in 1988, 1990, she does Gremlins, the sequel. Of course, she's in that as well. And that's pretty much it. 1994, she plays Princess Caribou. This has to do with her husband or who is, is kind of this Fungali in her life by this point. And that's really it. Her career ends after 1994 because she's out having a family. Now, who is she having a family with? Kevin Kline. Now, Kevin Kline is somebody that we have not talked about, May and I have talked about, in, in actors from the 80s and 90s. I, I think Kevin Kline is an actor that is talented, but I find him to be insufferable. Almost as bad as Richard Dreyfuss insufferable. I'm just not a big fan of Kevin Kline. So Kevin Klein and her met on the set of The Big Chill. She was trying to cast for that movie. And that movie may, probably would have changed her life because that was in 83. So that's after Fast Times and before the Gremlins movie. Eventually, the, the role was given to Meg Tilly, which is a shame because Phoebe Cates is infinitely better looking than Meg Tilly. But she meets Kevin Klein in that movie, and that's one of his iconic roles. He is a lot older than her uh, by at least 20 years he's older than her. And they start, let's take a break. I wanted to let you know about some of the other feeds here at the Eclectico Gregorio. The oldest one we have is The Awakened Man, which mostly deals with holistic health, medical cover-ups, ways to biohack your life, to ensure longer longevity, medical conspiracies, and naturopathic stuff. We also have, and that there's probably about 400, 500 episodes over there. We started that one back in 20. 
17, 2016, I believe. We also have the Female Holistic Health Apothecary, which originally started as an essential oils feed. And there's about 100 episodes on essential oils, particular essential oils like rose and lavender and sandalwood and so forth. And then later I morphed it into more topics that are regarded for female health, female specific. We've had that feed also since 2016. And then lastly, we have Confessions of an Obese Child, which deals with my childhood obesity and trauma that came from it. So it's a great feed for those who dealt with childhood trauma that led you to have addictions to alcohol or food. And I interviewed several people and what it was like to grow up overweight and all the difficulties of losing the weight and then keeping it off and trying to metamorphosize into a regular weighted person. So check out those feeds at the Eclectical Gregory on Apple or Spotify. Yeah, he's significantly older. They start dating in during that time in 1983. They marry in 1989. She changes her name to Phoebe Cates Klein, which I guess shows a sign of traditional, traditional values. And then they move to the Upper East Side of New York, which is essentially the douchebag part of Manhattan. And then they have two children. They have a kid named Owen, who was born in 91, and then a girl named Greta, who was born in 1994. And that's pretty much it for her world. Uh, since then, she's just been a, a mom to these two children. And both of the kids ended up being in a movie that Phoebe Cates did with Kevin Klein in 2001 called The Anniversary Party. It was a small movie, so that is officially her last movie. And that movie has as lead Jennifer Jason Lee, her co-star from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But that's really it for Phoebe Cates. So Phoebe Cates is, I guess, somebody that because of her role in Fast Times, you, you perceive to be somebody who's very sexy. But if you take away that, that role in that movie overall and her other roles, she comes off very cute and sweet. And as she had kids and got older, she definitely had kind of the cute, sweet vibe, which is the vibe that I particularly like in my women. But Phoebe Cates has a very unique look, the pale white skin, the black raven hair, just beautiful, beautiful woman. And her daughter is in a rock band. And I would tell you, her daughter is not that attractive. And I think this has more to do with ending up being with and marrying Kevin Klein, who is not that handsome of a man. But women are willing to forsake looks for other qualities in a man. And Kevin Klein is not traditionally handsome. And because of that, her daughter is not as pretty as if she, let's say, would have gone with, well, I don't know who, Michael Douglas, who was very big. Yeah, he wasn't actually that big yet in the early 80s in terms of his acting. But, uh, you know, if you would have, she would have had kids with a better looking man. Her kids would have been better looking. Either way, Phoebe Cates in the movie Paradise and in Fast Times and in Gremlins, you're just all American beauty, sweetheart, gorgeous. I wish you the best. And you will always be my crush of the 80s. Guys, I'll post something over at Spotify. Of course, you can post a comment to any of the episodes over there, but I'll post a poll there and at the Cinema Rag, you let me know if you had a crush on Phoebe Cates from that time. Please rate and review because it helps with the algorithm make this channel grow. would appreciate it. There is a link for PayPal. And lastly, there's a link to the Eclectico Gregorio feed, which hosts all the episodes. But the best way to listen to them is on Apple and Spotify. Until next time, take care. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. 
Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.